You're listening to the Hockey Podcast Network. New shows every day. Find us at thehockeypodcastnetwork.com or wherever you get your podcasts from. That's the uh, end of the 2023 Detroit Red Wings season. <laughs> Chewy is all over it. Hi, hi, everybody. Welcome to Red Wings Rant. Oh, um, we're tears and impassioned. You guys, Matt really gave me a tease. Uh, I thought what he was going to do was bust out his trumpet from high school and actually play taps himself. That would have been awesome. Um, I'll finish the thing. I'll, I'll yeah. do the thing. Hi, everybody. Welcome to Red Wings Rant, where tirades and a passion please for your Detroit Red Wings finally have a home. Uh, but yeah, I, Mike asked earlier today, are we just going to do 45 minutes? Uh, did you actually ask for taps or? I didn't uh, formally request taps. Um, so I'm glad that you took the initiative um, and put that in there. Yeah, it turns out, um, you know, that's past the, the 50 year licensing thing so we Ooh. can totally play taps yeah that's not a problem yeah just like uh red wings 2023 20, season blood and honey huh yeah like <laughs> that's still uh, jared, right? yeah. jared thrown out there might just to throw people off with the time change um yeah we do apologize evil. everyone yeah um, i'm gonna be out of town tomorrow and we we wanted to have the uh you know uh the moratorium uh for this this uh red wing season so it's it's all my fault, Jared. It's on me. My bad, bro. My bad. Um, wait, I have to respond to Billy Sims here because Jared had a funny joke on Twitter about uh, how we could finish with the same record uh, with Jeffy B last year. And people, of course, have to tell us how hockey works. So, um, you know what, Billy? Screw you, man. Just calm down. We can have fun. Um, I made the announcement the other night on Twitter. I said, Red Wings Twitter is now just for jokes and hugs. There's no more analysis. There's no more, you know, I yelling our, at people for It's just like how our shows, uh, our shows comments are specifically for well-wishing that is uh, much needed. So, Jared, I appreciate you asking about my good health. Thank you, sir. Piece of garbage. God bless you. Dan B's aboard. Chewy, I was right. Wait, Chewy. Now we talk a lot. Which one? Which one? Which thing are, do you have in mind in particular I think you that you were right about? Rest in peace to the wing season. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. Oh, did you? So wait, Chewy, did you type that up before we even played taps? Because that would be cool. Um. All right. Yeah. So what are we doing today? We are. Uh, what, what did I title the episode again? I gotta like pull it up. I don't even remember. Um, um, I thought it was Red Wings and Iserman look to the future. Well, that, was, uh, that was my attempt. Yeah. So the last time we all talked, like, I mean, like to, this is last episode we did the recap of like the full month of us leading up to the Heronic trade, and uh, leading up to that we had so, week uh, after load animals. Yeah. I didn't mean to cut you off. I was just throwing trying to throw animals and uh, right just a hello in there. Go ahead. Um. We we did the recap of like, oh my god, like this is this is happening, and then it was just getting closer and closer. And even before that, we actually had an episode that was dedicated to like, should we start doing draft analysis? So it just it happened so fast 
And um, one month of good hockey took us into thinking we were ready uh, for the playoffs and that we would try and make a push. Bertuzzi gets taken off the trade block. And then again, like I said, a week ago, we had our episode about Dylan Larkin's contract and uh, Phil getting traded. And I think the last question we got from the ep episode was, is Bertuzzi getting traded tonight? And we were like, no. And he got traded the next morning. So it was pretty close. <laughs> um, Boston. It's so funny. Uh, I was listening to uh, Craig Custance and Sean Gentile talk about the Stanley Cup finals. And granted, this is one of the highest numbers, highest percentages of chance to win we've seen in a few years. This is a very high number. But it's still not that high when you think about it. But Boston's chances are at 38% right now to win the Stanley Cup. It's very high for, an, uh, for a Stanley Cup champion. No, hold and on. They, this is which model is this? This is the chances to win the Stanley Cup. It's probably Dom Luschizen uh, because uh, Sean Gentile and Craig Custance work for the Athletic. I thought there was going to be a follow-up after I answered that question. So yes, uh, Dom came up with that percentage. Um, and basically, I just, I for two reasons, like it's really cool that that's the highest number we've had in a while. Um, and Boston is just putting together a playoff team. And and I loved all the stories, too, that came out about Tyler Bertuzzi after he got traded to Boston. They're like, he's the playoff hockey player we've all anointed who's never played a playoff game besides, you know, other leagues. Um, AHL and Junior. But still. This is this is all I wanted. I, I'm so sorry. Yeah. I, I just couldn't find it. I couldn't get it to load fast enough, and I, I didn't want to throw an uh in an um in there. But I was just curious what Vegas said. And uh, it's not – they ha obviously the Bruins have the lead, like for best mm -hmm. odds, but it's it's plus 420. Yeah, I mean, uh, it's still I, Stanley Cup, right? Like that, I mean, that number is good enough that I double-checked the date, like to be like, oh, did this get revised? But, yeah, as of uh, three days ago, um, looks like they wanted to do something like post-deadline. Plus 420? That's – I feel pretty good about that money. I mean, yeah, you should still win. You should still win something at this point because there could be a lot of injuries and like Boston. Um, you know whether or not they're doing some Tampa Bay Lightning cap crunching with putting Taylor Hall on LTIR. Um, regardless, I mean, Marchand's been in and out, and Bergeron's a thousand years old, and Krejci could very well go down <laughs> early. Uh, in the you know in the first or second round there just from sheer like can the tennis balls make it onto the ice of course i'm referring to their walkers because they're old yeah. um, um just for funsies um they also do have yeah. the red wings on here and Ooh. uh we're not in the bottom 10 nice we are number 11 um so the bottom 10 is all uh plus uh 50 000. Um, the Red Wings are plus 25,000, and that feels a little high. I'd say uh, you could probably increase that quite a bit more and uh, get some goofs to put some money on that. Um, no Righteous coming in. What's going on, Righteous? Uh, still curious about my hot take from earlier this season, Johansson in the NHL before Edmondson. I remember falling in love with this hot take, Righteous, and if uh, I'm remembering that incorrectly, I apologize, but... Uh, think we might have heard as much from steve eiserman on his press conference this this week <laughs> that uh i it's just you're always trying to piece together what eiserman is doing with the eiser plan and he's always so obtuse that it seems like he's talking us into circles right so that we can't figure it out somebody else mentioned like if you listen to steve he tells you exactly what he's doing and when he, when he was asked, is, is Edmondson coming up? He didn't say yes. And right there, if I go by this other guy's formula that kept bringing up like different instances where he was like, yeah, Steve never said we were going for the playoffs. Steve always said like these free agent signings were just for uh, Cider, Larkin, and Raymond. Um, he never said like, I'm doing this because we're going for the cup. We're going for the playoffs. And then here we are, trade post-trade deadline. So anyway, uh, that's this guy made point after point that was like that. And then he said, 
That's how you listen to Steve. You listen. He also was asked, is Edmondson coming up? And Steve said, well, did you look up and down the roster? And one of the names he threw out there without being asked was Johansson. So I think Righteous uh, might hit the nail right on the head. Yeah. Just wondering it, who's uh, going to get hurt first. I, he had a couple opportunities, and it sounds like he is interested in just keeping Edmondson down there. Um, yeah. So uh, looks like we're going to have to be patient on that one, and uh, Johansson will get the call up first. Uh, I, I'm glad that Righteous kept that receipt in his pocket because uh, that should pay out. Um, well, we're gonna have to figure something out for that, righteous. Um, besides bragging rights, yeah. Did you put that one on DraftKings there, righteous? <laughs> Was that a prop bet? Who's coming up first, Edmondson or Johansson? Um, yeah, Daniel throws we... out there. The last couple of weeks have been a roller coaster. Craig thrown out there. Burnt gets the cup. I've never seen. Can I just throw out there as we do? Like the start of our show is always like a mad scramble before we land on an actual topic. Um. I've never seen more Tyler Bertuzzi content from the NHL in my whole, you know, his whole career so far. He, yeah. I mean, it's hard to showcase him when he's on a losing team. So it's, it's kind of nice that he's on a relevant hockey club. So good for him. Uh, I, I thought that was a cute little video and he was going the wrong way in the locker room. Um, and, you know, he put up an assist too um, in his first game. So looks uh looks pretty promising. Uh, Danimal's calling me out here for the Boston Bruins uh, are too old uh, to make it through the playoffs, uh, saying, aren't these all the talking points of when the Red Wings were a powerhouse? It's very true. Uh, Ken Young thrown out there could very well be on a nine game losing streak by Sunday night. Ooh, how are you, how you liking that one goal per game? Huh? Pretty sexy. I don't know. Uh, Chicago's looking like world beaters after they kicked the shit out of uh, the Ottawa Senators. Five to nothing. So, we do have uh, to boot uh, Oriental Patriot, by the way. Oh. Got a little I, I want to offer you a promotion for your channel. I, You know what? I can't because it's stupid Twitch. It's fine. It's Twitch. Nobody can see that shit. And it um, stinks because right before that is uh, so far a comment of the day from Patrick. Is it Hamos asking, why are you guys dressed the same? Is it a costume? Are we both wearing all black? Well, here's I did what I'm going to say, Patrick. We, did, we, were, we didn't do it on purpose, but because this is the end of the 2023 season, I thought it would be nice if we dressed in black, um, show some respect, you know, as they lower the, you know, the body into the earth. And uh, that's that's about it. So yeah, if, you want to, I, if you want to change into black, um, I would approve. I uh, I was wearing this shirt already because it's uh, at work. Um, I almost said Pride Week. That's what's the not Pride Week, like Team Spirit Week. That's what it is. Um, and today was sports day. So I was like, I'll just go kind of subtle and wear my black. See, it's like the black Red Wings logo on a black oh, shirt. Yeah. And then I couldn't find my red Red Wings hat and I found the black one and I was like, hey, it'll be like we're in mourning. So there we go. Accidentally um, on purpose. Trying to get us back on track to is uh, Dan B just uh, commenting. Iserman is building for multiple winning seasons, not just making the playoffs this year. Have patience or become a Maple Leafs fan. Oh, I would trade all of these trades for Maple Leafs roster right now. <laughs> yeah, you just gotta uproot them out of Toronto. That's the that's the tough part. Um, they've been very um, patient, almost uh, not quite Detroit Lion patient, but pretty damn patient. Yeah, I. That's the funny thing. I kind of bring up and Dan B. You're absolutely right. I'm not. Uh, I'm teasing. Like you, you, you hit the nail on the head. I just there was something I saw earlier this week that um, caused me to pause because I, I think we're asking for too much. And maybe I don't mean mean we, but there there are fans out there that have this idea, and I'll share it here in a second, that the end game is the Stanley Cup. Like clearly we want that, but don't we just want the team like we want the Tampa Bay Lightning? Wouldn't we Uh oh. I don't know if it's my internet or yours, Matt, but um it looks like I lost you for a second. I heard, the last Am thing I, I still heard you there? say was Last thing I heard you say was you wanted to be the Tampa Bay Lightning. Yes. Was that because you, you were me? trying to say like uh, um, 
um, you know, success over multiple seasons, not, you know, not just one flash in the pan and then everybody leaves and free agency kind of thing. Yes. Uh, but Emma, can you hear me? Yes, we can hear you. Oh, okay. That's what I was asking. You're moving. Again. Uh, let me, yep. I'm going to turn off, uh, let's turn <laughs> off the Wi-Fi, right? Oh, and I called my wife on accident. Oh uh, boy, granddad. Wi-Fi What's going off. on over there? I know. I can't believe I just did that. Oh no, I called the police. Um, <laughs> hello, Siri. Can you can you call Amazon uh, to help me with this, please? I just it's, want to see you, you do the. Them all up. I I don't want Siri to call the police. <laughs> oh wait. Okay, that didn't happen. <laughs> um. Anyway, what I was saying was like, I mean, even the Toronto Maple Leafs, like that's what we're trying to get to, right? Like we want to have the start of the season every year. We're like. All right, this could be the year, right? Like, that's what we're trying to get to. Obviously, we all want a Stanley Cup, but like uh, some people mentioned Steve Eiserman took over the Lightning in 2010 and, you know, he left before they even won a cup. And it's like, yeah, but like 2016, that team was pretty fucking great. And uh, I'd kill for that team right now. So it's like there, there was a chance. And then, of course, they get, you know, they lose in the first round, like the next season, I, I think it was, or maybe the season after that to uh, the Columbus Blue Jackets. But, I, you know, and then they, I, and they win the cup. Yeah, I mean, look, all those teams have one thing in common, which the Red Wings right. have not had, was um, drafting at the very top of the draft. Um, you know, whether it's getting like a Stamkos, whether it's, you know, Penguins getting, was it two or three years in a row getting Crosby and Malkin and uh, uh, flurry and yeah yeah um uh you i know, mean you uh, could look like at... edmonton getting lucky with didn't they have um uh, mcjesus and then they had dry almost you know back-to-back years um yep. toronto getting austin matthews it's we that's what we need i i will say this steve made a very good point when you kind of look back at like, like the lucas raymond year right um maybe we could have upgraded to a Stutzla, right but or a lot for he's, uh, he's been pretty hot last couple he of, has couple but weeks. i still feel okay about lucas raymond like it, he's still 20 so you know there's no like panic button here with those um but then there's like the teams like new jersey right now who how did i not mention oh my that guy uh getting the winning the lotteries Whew. right yeah, and 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 the Rangers. I don't know why I, I poo pooed that, but like, yeah, the Rangers in New Jersey um, both got some first picks, and now yeah, they look pretty good. Uh, Betty Hoozles, like, there's a lot of luck that's involved. Steve again took over Tampa. I, you know what? If you guys go look at those first round picks after Steve takes over, this is more a side note. I'm not trying to make like a grand point about this. I don't know. They're they're fine. Can I- can I, uh, right. but yeah, go ahead, Mike. No, I, uh, silver threw one in there, cashing in on those, uh, Bedard tokens. Mike, are we selling the farm or is there hope? I just, I call it, I, I, I know, I know my audience right now, maybe doesn't know a lot about NBA basketball, but I call it Indiana Pacer syndrome when all you do is flounder and you don't win playoff series and you don't win lotteries. And we're in a terrifying spot because that's where the Red Wings are at. They're not the worst team, so they don't have great lottery odds. And no, they almost certainly are not making the playoffs, nor do we really see the point in it just to see them get throttled by Boston in four games. So as far as, you know, what we should be doing. Oh, man, I um, it's tough because I think it was Prashant Iyer was saying something about um, he was tooting his own horn about, I don't understand why we're making these marginal moves. Um, you know, if we're going to try to, you know, have long-term success, does it make sense to sign these, you know, kind of middling free agents? But it's like, yeah, but we kind of thought we had something with Raymond and Sider and Larkin and Tuzi and Verana. Like we thought all of this was going to pan out. So it made sense to go in on the prawns and, Cuba leaks and stuff like that. So I'm, I'm not going to double down quite like that, but at this juncture, you, you can't flounder. Um, I, if, if anybody feels like they have like a soft tissue, um, injury that they want a game or two off for, please do that because I don't see the value in doing anything else right now, but losing. 
So, you know, there's a couple other guys who aren't Bedard. It'd be nice to get him. Um, obviously, to wildly change the direction of your franchise almost instantly, right, when you pick him up. But, uh, yeah, whatever you can try to do to move up in this draft, um, that's that's what you got to do. So, you know, we, it looked, you know, we traded basically um, professional NHL-level talent at the deadline. And now at this juncture, I, whew, the only... The one guy that we'll probably never be able to talk that into is is Larkin, um, even though he is a company man. It, it it would be a very difficult conversation to tell him to you know sit down for a little bit. But man, yeah, I uh, be extra cautious with every little you know bruise, every little nick. That's really the only hope I feel like because <laughs> it's not going to come in free agency. Everybody we are eyeballing is signed. Um, you know I. I you know, maybe we could find some sort of trade, but yeah, I, uh, huge advocate for bottoming out as much as you can. Um, and unfortunately it is a lottery. It's, you know, it's not, you know, 15, 20 years ago. So whew, you, uh, you really need some luck. Yeah. I, I accidentally ran into, um, Steve Eisman calling in on the ticket this morning. Uh, cause I never listen I got, I got I cannot listen to sports radio, but uh, it was before my phone could connect to the to the vehicle. So 971 comes on and uh, Steve laid it on, you know, like uh, this is where I heard him. He's talking to Stoney and whatever the hell his new show is. Um, and. He just said, like, as long as the draft works out this way, it's going to be difficult for anybody not to just luck into being through New Jersey's being the the Rangers. And I, I think it may, might have been Dan B or... Oh, Patrick said uh, Rangers are dummies trying to buy up the cup at the deadline. It won't work. Um, you know, I wouldn't, I wouldn't necessarily want to be in the Rangers position long-term, but you could see the positives in the short term. Last year, pretty close to the cup. I mean, this upcoming playoffs, Shesterkin turns it back on. You've, you've got a Stanley Cup contender. Like, it's that it's that simple. And I think it was Dan B. that threw it out there. Stamkos, Kucherov, Hedman, Vasilevsky. Uh, dot, dot, dot. I, I'm not uh, Yeah, we're equal to Tampa's starting point. I don't... Uh, def we definitely didn't say that, but we're very far off from that. Um, but yeah, to the point of Vasilevsky. You lock in a Vasilevsky? I mean... You know, that's... that Shesterkin and Vasilevsky, I still think, is like a very different conversation. I, I would put... I would put uh, Vasilevsky on my Mount Rushmore of goaltenders, but um, how do I want to put this? I mean, it's just, you got to put some more in the chamber so that, you know, when you're, when you're ready to load up, you, you have, you have some firepower and uh, damn it all to hell. It's just, we, we didn't have enough. Um, you know, we talked about it last week, and last week we we at least were able to talk about those two losses to uh, to Ottawa. But Steve talked about it too in this past week, and it was just kind of like you're presented the situation, and um, you know maybe there's a, a a conversation of wanting it more, which I always that always makes me angry. It's hard to argue with when you see the result of the Ottawa Detroit games last week, but um, you take that out of the equation if if you want. And just look at the results. I mean, we got our, our asses kicked. And that was maybe a show me what you got. And it didn't work out great. So it's just, I know we started this point and we've kind of gone off in like three different directions here. But ultimately, I'm, I'm happy we did this. I'm disappointed that things didn't work out to where we were going to be talking about playoff hockey up until mid-April. Um, but absolutely, this was the right choice. This was the, the if anything, you know, we might have been a little bit late on Bertuzzi. The The return is fantastic. First round and a fourth round. Um, definitely Boston would be betting on getting the Bertuzzi that scored four goals against Tampa versus the Bertuzzi of this season, which is fine because Bertuzzi's been injured. But again, that's exactly where it's a good turnout. <laughs> But you kind of wonder, like, what could have happened if we sold Bertuzzi a little bit earlier? Um, 
But no, yeah, I mean those those things you could go back and forth on, but I think ultimately this is this is like a win. And we haven't really gone through all the trades yet. I don't know if you want to do that real quick, Mike, and then come back. Yeah, let's uh let's throw them out there and then uh, I think we can, you know, maybe tie a bow on this one and then uh talk about some nice things that happened recently too. Uh so yeah, it's uh Verano was was early. That was trade deadline morning, right? Um, yes, that's right. Verona gets moved to uh, St. Louis for a seventh round pick and Dylan McLaughlin. So clearly this was Steve getting rid of Verona. Uh, Phil, we already talked about first round pick, um, originally New York Islanders pick. Um, I think we can get up to the 13th. And if it goes past that, then uh, it's moving to 2024 and a second round pick. And then Sonny bidding us adieu, uh, fourth round pick from Minnesota. Oh, gave it away. Uh, so yeah, that's uh, <laughs> those are uh, that's all of our, our boys getting shipped out. And it's, yeah, it's I mean, uh, listen, of... I don't think that with the situation, you know, you probably did the best you could do. Um, was it uh, Chikrin in, in uh, Arizona? basically fetching the exact same uh, like draft return that Ronick did. So that's, that's some real wizardry, right? By Iserman. Um getting some sort of first round pick, um, you know, for Bertuzzi, a guy who's going to be a, you know, free agent. That's, that's a win, but it, winning these trades is, is still a very crushing blow knowing that. Yeah. Like even listening uh, to Lalone himself, um, you know, making comments about, you know, when we, we've been on this, you know, losing streak that doesn't appear to be ending anytime soon. Um, and the first, God, I can't, it was, uh, it was two games ago where he made mention about um, injuries. And then the next game he made mention of injuries and then essentially saying we're down some talent, which I don't know if he's going to get reprimanded by that privately or they're going to tell him, there has to be a better way for you to say that, but he was essentially conceding that, yes, we gave up pretty important players, um, you know, to this season's success. So it is a true loss to not have Bronick, Burt, you know, the mm -hmm. ideal Verana um, and Sonny, um, who, you know, was a real positive contributor on this team. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it, it really puts Lalone in a spot and uh, kind of feels like he's, you know, he's got a free pass the rest of this season. Um, you know, you can't really... <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know how you really counted against them now, because now that's that's a pretty barren roster. It's uh, you know, larking in the pips, as we like to say. But um, yeah, it does. Um, that is something too that we'll get into as the weeks go on. Like, does it make sense for Johansson to get called up, or Edmondson, or Soderblom, who's struggling to like stay in the lineup every night? Um, I just, you know, do you want to keep them in a position where? those games matter a little bit more. I don't know. I, I don't even know how the Griffins are doing. Actually, I shouldn't speak to that, but obviously there's going to be a different game played when you call those guys up as opposed to what they're trying to do in Grand Rapids. I think it's one, one last thing on like the next, um, like collective bargaining agreement for the league is to kind of figure out how they want to treat like the, like the red shirt guys, you know, where you, mm -hmm. you lose your years of eligibility when you do get called up to the NHL, because if I, I wish they could find a way to kind of bend on that rule so that when there are teams, you know, that whole bottom third of the league starting after the trade deadline, it's, it's basically unwatchable hockey. Um, So I got to think TNT is, is scrambling to find some way to like, you know, get rid of that Blackhawks Red Wings game coming up. Right. Um, <laughs> because they're trying to showcase the league this year and they have two absolute toilet tanking teams uh, who have no interest in winning. Um, but I guess uh, just to get back to the point from a second ago is um, it's where I wish they could revise the rules a little bit and you wouldn't lose years of eligibility by calling up, you know, prospects. Um, so we could fill out this NHL roster a little bit, let these guys, you know, kind of get a feel for real stadiums and NHL travel and games and practices and things like that. Um, instead of, you know, worrying about, yeah, you know, AHL playoffs or, you know, what have you. I, 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 it's, it's actually for the players. So I'm okay with it. They get closer to making real money. So it doesn't make for a fun fan experience though. 
Yeah, that's true. I mean, it's, it's basically the NBA. Un- oh. <laughs> well, the NBA. That's funny you bring that up. Um, because uh, now they have <laughs> what? They have fifteen teams, right, in each conference, and now they yeah. have the play-in tournament. And the Red Wings would still kind of be right on the cusp of that play-in tournament. <laughs> I was still doing like over the last couple of games. I was still doing the math and like um. Ian Mendez of the athletic. I like the athletic um, on his podcast was still throwing the Red Wings in there for playoff eligibility. And it's just, it's cute. It's cute. Uh, Jared thrown in there. Griffins are in last place in the division season over for the Griffs. So yeah, bring, bring them up then. <laughs> bring them up. Um, let's see. There was something else. Oh, I did want to, uh, clarify Dad B throughout there. I wasn't criticizing earlier when he was bringing up the Tampa Bay Lightning, just pointing out those complaining uh, that the Wings aren't in a position to compete. Um, yeah, I never think I got to finish that thought either. But I, I just like when I brought up the Tampa Bay Lightning earlier, like I like that's what I want to shoot for again. Like, obviously, we all want the cup, but there's there's a few teams who have been sniffing the cup for a few years now that I would be okay you know, switching with them. Winning the cup takes a lot of luck, takes a lot of goaltender luck. You got to make sure nobody gets hurt. So many things involved besides just having a winning regular season. So I just want those winning regular seasons. And I'm going to be bummed as fuck when we don't win the cup every year, when we get to that point. But that's what we want. We want to get to that point. So um I brought that up only because I saw somebody mention it, like saying like, see, we're still good five years out before we win the cup. And it's like, no, we can't like, can we shoot for like playoff competitiveness? Like, I don't want to, <laughs> I don't want to play this game where we shoot for the cup. Cause didn't it take like Jimmy, um, Jimmy D and his team like 14 years to win the cup. So let's not make that like we want it but let's let's i want steve to build me a tampa bay lightning and then the cup will come with chances in the playoffs i don't know it just seems like it's gotta be so goddamn lucky and you gotta cheat sometimes with the salary i don't i don't know just forget it Uh, nobody cares all right uh we're gonna do uh jared a solid here you guys know jared you love him um and Jared did us a solid is what I should say. That's a, uh, but Jared made us uh, a little video. We could wrap up the trade conversation with and, uh, well, yeah, uh, Jared made this little ditty for us. We're real fun. Cause we're brothers first. Cause we're been to a lab and then ain't no, but we gon' keep it. You'll always be with me. Change the game without even knowing. And you'll always be my brother. All right, well, now we're definitely getting removed from YouTube. I forgot about the music. I think there. The, uh, the best thing about that video is that if you showed it to Larkin, he probably burst into tears. Speaking of which, oh no! Um... <laughs> Damn you, your segues, Matt. Um, yeah, for anybody not watching on YouTube, I brought up the picture of Dylan Larkin at his um, contract extension press conference. Mike, do you think Larkin... I, I, I'm not playing a game here. Do you think Larkin was happy to sign this contract? I think he was. Yeah, I'm not playing a game, right? He was. I'm- I just wish they didn't, you know, sign him and then uh, wait for the ink to dry and then trade his best friend in the yeah. world. Right. And then the next morning you have to do a press conference. Uh, it's a horrible move. Yeah, that was uh, um, if torture. I, I don't know how somebody in public relations couldn't uh, like figured that out when they found him sobbing in a fetal position and said, come on, bud, we got a big interview coming up. Like, now, there's two aspects of this conversation because this got really hot yesterday on Twitter. So I wanted to bring it up and make sure that my take on this and Mike, I'm sure you share this. Um, I cry all the time and it's I love that. Dylan Larkin, all the time. Yeah. 
Uh, I love that Dylan Larkin loves Tyler Bertuzzi that much. He loves the sport that this much, and he loved what was the team that much. And now he's going to fall in love with a new team. I love all of that. And it's great for him to be that connected with his emotions. Um, I don't, I don't mind. He does it. I don't think they needed to put that on TV. And uh, that's my problem. Uh, my man struggling through some stuff. And uh, basically, when I asked you, Mike, do you think he was happy with it? I was like, what, what are you really going to get out of this press conference, but trying to push him and make him upset? Um, I think and Jared's I mean, that next from... video should probably incorporate Steve <laughs> um, and Rick James playing cold-blooded. Just <laughs> looking at poor Larkin. Um <laughs> Yeah, uh, I, this this is a rough moment. Like I felt bad for Dylan, but then I was also angry on his behalf. So quite a few emotions. Yeah. That's um, that's a good one to call out there. Um, all right, so we have another video we're going to share with you guys, but it's your least favorite one. We'll be right back uh, after we both gave our hot takes. Oh, that man, uh, not a commercial. Don't be mean to the captain, but uh, we'll all be right. right back. The action never ends at DraftKings Sportsbook, especially after the super bowl you guys think it's all over but there's tons of ways to bet on all your favorite sports you could fuel your fandom and feel the heat of the season like never before right now DraftKings sportsbook is giving new customers a risk-free bet up to one thousand dollars that's right make your first bet up to one thousand dollars and if it doesn't win you'll get another shot to cash in you could throw down on all the major action for the NBA, obviously for the NHL, golf's going to get rolling. Uh, we've got same game parlays, spreads, money lines, over-unders, and props for you to bet on. It, it's honestly, it's going to feel endless to you. DraftKings is safe, secure, and reliable. You can deposit, withdraw your cash whenever you want. I promise I've done it myself. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code THPN and make your first deposit and get a risk-free bet up to $1,000. That's promo code THPN, only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. All right, and um, I did want to catch up on a few few comments there, too. Um, yeah. Irvine Poker. What's up, Irvine? Saying uh, I was all set to go watch the Wings in Winnipeg on the 31st, but now I don't even feel like it because now they were they were making a put playoff push, and they traded Bertuzzi. He was my favorite Red Wing. Oh, um, Irvine. I'm sorry, man. Yeah, and I mean, uh, it's going to be – I'm probably done going to pay for live games in person for the rest of the season. Uh, I'll <laughs> – I'll maybe tune in and watch Jimmy Howard embarrass himself in between periods on uh, the TV can, broadcast. Can I, this is something I didn't, I couldn't decide if I wanted to put in and now I'm going to improvise and say, let's make it a part of the show. But like anybody that's mad at any Red Wings fan who wanted this playoff push and like was disappointed after the trade deadline of basically being told by Steve, like, Yes, team was. I did not think we were making it to the playoffs. So uh, when I saw it by chance, I took it. Like, there's a reason he gets, you know, and I'm, we love Steve. Don't get me wrong. But there's a reason he does have to go out there and do this press conference. And it's because they want us to keep buying tickets. And like, Steve has to make that comment. Like, I get it. I know why you guys are frustrated, but here's my plan. It's because they can't have us lose hope. Um, but it's all like, you know, I hate to say it. It's all PR and marketing. Like, it's just like, oh, man, I swear, guys, there's a play in here. And there is. Trust me. But the reasoning behind saying that over and over is because they need us to keep buying tickets. Well, this team <laughs> wasn't ready to win anything. Um, maybe that's obvious to everyone. I, I just want to throw that out there. Like, of course, it's frustrating for for fans who who did want to see it go a little bit further so just i think if if anybody's out there and you feel the need to yell at another fan who's disappointed just don't there's no point in telling someone that they need to stop being disappointed I, i've seen a lot of it this week it's such a weird like stance to take like stop being upset you should have known better and like we all went into the season and kind of knew, but like, you know, give it a rest. Yeah, I I don't want to. I wouldn't put too much 
thought into that. Those are just kind of dummies. I mean, I, it sucks. Yeah. Because it's not, it's not just, hey, we got these first-round picks coming up. This isn't like, you know, the NBA or the NFL where the first-round pick is going to immediately make a difference outside of Bedard. Like, we're not going to see that guy for probably a couple of years. So it's not just that this year sucks and next year, probably a couple of years after that. So it's uh, quite, quite, a, quite a pushback um, on the old timeline there. Um, so yeah, it, it really is emotionally a, a lot to take in as a fan, realizing that you're probably not going to enjoy competitive Red Wing hockey for, geez, I don't know, maybe two, three years to be optimistic from right I, now. I, I did see another argument on Twitter. It was like, guys, we're three to five years out from being a winner. And somebody like shared like the, <laughs> like a post. The, from... the same comment from three to five years ago? <laughs> Yep. It's like, no, we're not hitting the reset button. I think in, uh, in reality, like Steve knew it was going to be long. That's why he never said it. Let's just talk about some but more it smart, is. shrewd trades for another terrible <laughs> Red Wing power play. Uh, um, Jared thrown out there. I'm glad I didn't go to the game in Philly. Had a feeling. Oh, man. Philly lost. Whew. Remember when we were talking, like I said, oh, there's a chance we could just run off four in a row here. <laughs> Did not the uh, real quick to righteous two four seven. Uh, the media is relentless. Seeing it live was something. I, I'm oh, the reason the I wanted to market. jump on that comment was uh, you were talking about you know keeping fan interest on the on the game, and uh, the last game we lost. Um, you know Mickey Redman. They you could tell on the headset they said say say something about the playoffs, and he's <laughs> like, well, gang, uh, not completely out of that playoff picture. And I just felt so bad. Like, come on, man. Why don't make him do that? That's like when poor Michael Cole for WWE had to keep saying the WWE network. Like it's that's his. That's poor Mickey saying playoffs like that, this season. It was rough. That is like the you know, the family photo and the frame and the divorced father is like gonna sneak in like his own picture he took by himself at JCPenney and he's just like, I'm still in there. Like that you're not a part of the family anymore. You're done. <laughs> um sorry i don't know where that came from uh my family's fine i swear everyone all right um this is weird so we can make this short if we don't want to get too negative towards the red wings but this this is this was weird i don't i don't know if everybody saw this this is about uh armstrong and the st louis blues talking about picking up verana it was a good ad for us armstrong said he got traded to detroit had some office issues that he's uh, not running from and we're not running from He's looking forward to a fresh start to his career, and we're looking forward to giving him that. Armstrong said the Blues did their due diligence on Verona and saw no reason to give up on him. Uh, the club sent a seventh-round pick in 2005, blah, blah, blah. We did our research, and you understand the risk, but there's probably a lot of players that have those risks. We don't even know have them. I don't want to get too much into it because I don't know the exact things, but I'm a big believer in second chances. Oh, my God. <laughs> now, I don't understand your take. Can you defend that before you laugh at it? What's going on? Um, This, I don't know. Like, doesn't this feel like he's running Steve into the ground? Like, Steve gave up on Verano with I, his own pick. I wouldn't go that deep. Um, I think they're basically just trying to defend their own move, like to give up any kind of asset for this guy when he could have had him for free. Because I, I don't think that it's fair to say that Iserman didn't give this guy a second chance. Uh, with all the injuries he's had, we've arguably given him three, four, five chances, six chances, and it just, you know, never really panned out. We had a, a few flashes where he had some exciting goals, and it didn't work. Um... That's a much so I, more positive way to read this because I read it and I was like, wow, she's taking a huge dump on Steve here. Um, yeah, because I think but, the, the Armstrong comment, it's just not it's just not including like it's only focusing on when he was removed and, you know, the, the whatever happened that we can't talk about. Um, but I mean, there was a lot about his game that the Wings wanted him to evolve and he was kind of doing it, but not really. Um you know, he was injured a lot and I've been, I've, I've been starting to get behind the idea that we almost have to treat 
your ability to actually play the games and not be injured as a skill. And as for as skilled a goal scorer as he can be, he's not very skilled at staying on the ice. So, you know, we didn't give him one shot and then kick him out. We tr This is the third season we've had this guy. That's unbelievable to me. Yeah. Unbelievable. It feels like we've, it feels like we just got him and he's gone. This is the third season he's been in Detroit. So, you know, Armstrong, he's, he's kind of missing a lot of context there. Um, we've and given yeah, opportunities. He's being obtuse as well with, with all of these comments. So that's, um, that's probably a sign. Like once you start being safe, like it's, you're, you're right. It's probably more of a defensive position, but yeah, I, when I first read that, that's where I, my head took it and I was like, wow. All right. Okie dokie. But yeah, it does look like Verona's getting those shots on the power play in St. Louis. So um, I that's one I'm going to keep an eye on. I'm I'm rooting for Verona. Um, you know, maybe from a fan take on Verona, and I was a huge fan of watching him rip pucks in the back of the net. I was super bummed to see him go. But um, I think when you heard Steve Eiserman speak too, when he said it was time for both sides to move on, I think that's probably as far as we need to take it, right? From an analysis standpoint, if our well, GM is just like, yeah, we both Verona wanted to move on. somehow gets healthy all of a sudden and starts staying on the ice and scoring goals, uh, maybe this will be a little, you know, redemption for, uh, you know, like us getting Wallman, you know, so maybe it won't right. be so bad for them. It'll right. be a little, little trade ski there that kind of evens those out a little bit. Uh, Mike, how familiar are you with uh, Sony in Philadelphia? Um, about a C plus. Shoot. How familiar are you with what Connor Bedard looks like? Uh, about a F. Well, you got a comparison where he looks like a sunny Philadelphia character? Yeah. All right, what do you got? Hey! I think Connor Bedard looks like Liam McBoyle. And uh, he's just the young kid uh, version Westworld of it. in there, too. He was, uh, he was yeah. the first guy to take us into Westworld. But that's, like, cool, right? Like kind of gunslingery you know <laughs> like I, I wanted to bring up the guy that drinks warm milk all day and i'm um, about to say makes out with his sister it's funny i, was, I don't know all right well this isn't going anywhere I think he kind of looks like a like a mashup of larkin and cider to be honest if we end up getting bedard i will never not see it every There's time no i see bedard that, this is all i think what's his name liam uh, McPoyle. Yeah, we got to get that guy season tickets to really confuse people, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah, they got to get to know each other. Uh, all right. Dan Bean, well, he's got Rasmussen eyes. <laughs> <laughs> um, what else is going on? Well, uh, with all the bad news, Sebastian Cosa is 7-0 in his last hey, seven games. old Mr. Bust himself, huh? Yeah, how about them apples? <laughs> I feel about it that. It turns out when you tell everybody that it takes five gate or five years for your goalie to Oh no, man. God damn are it. Man, are you using Xfinity? What are you using over there? Are we back? Yeah, you're back. Can you hear me? Okay. Yeah. Are you God using Xfinity? It. No, it? it's Spectrum. There you go. Everybody don't get Spectrum unless you like what's happening oh. to Matt. Don't get Spectrum. I hate Spectrum. If you want to be like Matt, you Spectrum. want to be frozen with a weird expression like. <gasps> anyway, he's seven yeah. and oh, 969 save percentage, three shutouts. <laughs> um, I thought it was pretty cool in his last uh, when he when he hit this mark, he was actually 24 hours. He played two games, which is just crazy for a goaltender, like less than 24 hours, um, especially at his age, too. Um, Maybe I shouldn't say that because sometimes junior hockey is a little crazy. But, um, you know, with the ECHL, you figure they have a big enough pipeline that you don't need a guy to play 24, two games in 24 hours. But anyway, um, Danby thrown out there. Ah, he's all wa washed up. Steve should have traded Kosa. Danby's kidding, of course. Um, oh, that's it. I don't know why. There's a but This is just going. The studio is just absolute shit right now. His comments aren't loading up for me. Now it looks like Mike's frozen. Oh, no, I'm not frozen. I'm uh, I'm, I'm processing what you said. Um, but we did have a few. Oh, no. 
Oh, Jared Shaw. Okay, I I totally confused your uh, your comment there when you said Jared Goff, Ryan Gosling syndrome. Uh, yeah, okay, yeah. Um, and then Crimson Shadow. Can we just call up Edmondson and Johansson already? Way better than having Dollar General Lindstrom and Robert Rag. Um, I don't think that's uh. I think you might have missed it a little bit earlier in the show, Crimson. Um, we love the idea, but from all indications, it looks like Steve's going to keep uh, Simon down. Um, and we are we see a little smoke with Johansson based on some recent Iserman interviews. But um, yeah, I think we're going to have to. We might get a cameo, but I don't. I don't think we're going to get him for like the last twenty games or anything. Um. Well, you're getting another cameo, Matt real quick here before i freeze again can you hear me yes your your audio right. is working yes let's just let's wrap it up i don't know what's going on with the internet i'll have to unplug everything and replug it back in we've been losing power like crazy with all the storms so i i apologize guys but we're gonna wrap up a little early here um just go ahead check out uh the few slides we didn't get to amadeus lombardi playing his nuts off hit 40 goals he's at 41 now for the flint firebirds uh, and Carter Mazur, I thought would be an interesting discussion, um, only because Steve threw out there um, that's going to be his choice, Carter's choice uh, to uh, to make the move if he feels like it. Uh, but pretty good numbers coming from uh, the University of Denver. So with that, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for tuning in. Sorry again for the technical difficulties. I feel like piece by piece, you know, get audio figured out, video figured out. Uh, Jared's given us free stuff to like share during episodes and before, you know, I'm going to be mid explaining this and then I'm going to freeze again and Mike's just going to have to wait till I come back to end the show. <laughs> uh, uh, I, you know what? Let me, I'm going to do it. I'm going to share one more thing. I'm sorry. Uh -oh. Matt's sharing one more thing. Silver, don't go yet. Matt's got something. I, I, I thought just, it might just be taps again. I don't know. <laughs> no, just one more happy thought. Okay. Um, would be pretty sweet if the Red Wings grabbed the University, University of Michigan product as the number two draft pick. Of course, everybody, this would be hashtag cut off your willy for Adam Fantilli. Um, wouldn't this be pretty cool for the Detroit Red Wings and the Detroit Lions to kind of build their new core? And they both have a number two pick. I'm just saying we wouldn't draft Fantilli with the number one pick. So that's why it would be the number two. Guys, you heard it here first. If the Red Wings win the lottery... Trade back. Matt is going to cut off his willy. It's going to be exciting. We're going to have it live <laughs> for you guys. Um, I think I could still do that on TikTok. So, yeah, we'll we'll get a TikTok going. Um, Red Wings rant is going to open on OnlyFans. It's going to be pretty cool. Uh, Jared really liked our picture of Mazer. Yeah, it, it didn't fit because he has too many stats. <laughs> <laughs> and i'm lazy all right guys thanks for tuning in on our off day uh we'll see you guys next wednesday thanks for coming you guys have a good one Mick, send us out with taps oh man it takes a minute all right i got it <laughs> wait that's it's turning it. into the <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, i forgot the tune already ready. All right, we'll we'll Yeah, that was again. a good way to end the show. We'll All try right. it next. <laughs> See you guys. Right, see you guys.